Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. For those of you who are regular listeners, you already know that this podcast is specifically intended to help you break the negative patterns of narcissistic behavior and tendencies so you can live a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life. In today's episode, I would like to discuss attention-seeking, the ego guardian, and narcissistic supply. Have you ever consciously or subconsciously made a statement or acted in a certain way to elicit a reaction? The response from the other person might have been positive, but maybe you have noticed that sometimes the reaction is negative. Without further examination, it can be difficult to determine whether their negative reaction was provoked by you, or maybe they were simply having a bad day. If you believe you are someone who exhibits narcissistic tendencies and behaviors, then let's assume we are referring to those interactions where the other person wasn't having a bad day and you were in fact provoking them to respond. Before we go any further, I want you to know how proud I am of you for being here and listening. Most likely you are listening because you decided it's time to take a look at some of your behavioral, emotional, or relationship patterns to see if there is any room for improvement. It takes both humility and courage to be willing to look at ourselves. So great job and keep listening. If you are someone who exhibits narcissistic tendencies, you have possibly heard that the way your ego functions is different from non-narcissistic individuals. In psychoanalysis, the ego is the part of the psyche that experiences and reacts to the outside world. It serves as the bridge between internal primal drives and the external physical and social demands of the environment. It is theorized that the ego of someone who is narcissistic was negatively impacted and in some ways stunted during its development, all of this being a result of a mild or severe traumatic event or environment during childhood. For some of you who are listening, this might feel like a lot to unpack. It can be difficult to consider that at an early age you might not have developed a traditionally functioning ego and instead developed what I like to call an ego guardian. An ego guardian is like a suit of armor that serves to protect your inner self. I want you to know that even if you did develop an ego defense mechanism for protection, you have the ability to become more aware, more evolved, and implement change that will allow you to have more meaningful relationships. So let's talk about this concept I call the ego guardian. The ego guardian has three main ego states that a person who exhibits narcissistic behaviors may assume when they feel their inner self is threatened. The first ego state is ego protection. The second ego state is ego presentation. And the third ego state is ego energizing. These ego states do not occur in any particular sequence and they do not all present themselves during a particular event. The ego guardian state that presents itself will depend on the needs of the narcissistic person within a given moment. The state of ego protection attempts to guard the inner self by being defensive or reactive. It is often motivated by a fear of betrayal, abandonment, or harm by others. This state tends to be rooted in feelings of worthlessness, self-doubt, and shame that have not been examined, acknowledged, or accepted. Once provoked, the ego protector will lash out in order to protect itself. If the individual is someone the narcissistic person is familiar with, they will likely exhibit aggressive and berating behavior towards the other person. 
If it is someone they are not as comfortable displaying their true feelings with, they will likely display contempt and passive-aggressive behavior. The state of ego presentation attempts to actively shape the perception of the outside world about the self. This state is all about performance. It is meant to make others believe that the person with narcissistic tendencies is positive, successful, and happy, even if behind the scenes this isn't true. The role of this ego state is to mask any feelings of insecurity or inferiority that exist beneath the surface. This state tends to be rooted in feelings of inferiority and not being good enough. It might be helpful to listen to my episode called Inferiority Complex and Narcissistic Rule Projection. It will shed some light on how feelings of inferiority can lead to projecting rules onto others. The last state is Ego Energizing. This ego state is the most relevant for this episode because it is the active state during attention-seeking and obtaining narcissistic supply. Narcissistic supply is defined as an excessive need for attention or admiration that does not take into account the feelings, preferences, or opinions of others. The ego-energizing state craves attention and validation from others without any regard for their feelings. The attention and admiration they receive is used to fuel the ego-guardian. This means that someone who exhibits narcissistic tendencies may behave in ways that are negative in order to receive attention or validation. Here are some examples of negative behaviors that a person may use to gain narcissistic supply. Being disagreeable for no reason. Picking a fight. Passive-aggressive behavior. Being overly critical. Pretending to not feel well. Constantly seeking compliments. Feigning helplessness. And playing the victim. Although these approaches are unlikely to lead to validation, they are likely to lead to attention. The ego-energizing state is equally satisfied when receiving attention, even if the attention is negative. I want you to take a moment and check in with yourself. Did you see yourself in some of the examples I mentioned? Before you can modify your attention-seeking behavior, you must first acknowledge it. By acknowledging the behavior and accepting that you have been using negative behavior patterns for attention, you can begin to work on breaking the cycle. Sometimes the acknowledgement part is the hardest. Remember, self-improvement takes courage and effort, and it's definitely worthwhile. Don't avoid doing the work and then miss out on improving your relationships, especially when the health of your relationships influences the overall quality of your life. When it comes to attention-seeking behavior, becoming aware and working on modifying your behavior can be helpful. Attention-seeking behavior that occurs at the narcissistic level requires a higher level of emotional and interpersonal work. One of my favorite sayings when it comes to this type of work is progress through process. This simply means that your progress comes from taking the time to explore and process your experiences and feelings. When we let things exist beneath the surface, it doesn't mean it still isn't there, and it actually takes energy to keep it down there. Sometimes we need to decode our life before we can recode our life. The other thing I want you to know as it relates to attention-seeking behavior and narcissistic supply is that there is no amount of validation or attention that will ever feel enough. This is true mainly because the attention and validation you crave requires it to be given by other people. Each morning and throughout your day, I want you to pause and remind yourself to be gentle and kind to yourself. Remind yourself to take your time and pace yourself. Remember to appreciate how far you've come in your life. 
Be proud of yourself for listening to these episodes and working on your narcissistic behaviors. I want you to pause and take moments throughout your day for positive self-talk. Make this a routine. It's important to develop the habit and skill of saying positive and encouraging things to yourself. When you can start to do this, you won't have to look outside yourself for these words of affirmation. You have everything you need right inside of you. You just have to look for it. And then when you find it, you just have to practice. Great job for listening to this episode. And thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. Until next time, I'll see you soon.